Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy. And we are here to bring you all the action from day five of the Natsu Basho taking place in Tokyo, Japan. I've got one question for you, Sumo. Yeah, and my answer is, hell yes. <laughs> hell yeah. Or a more polite, yes, please, I would like to partake. Please. Nothing like getting home from work and enjoying a nice steaming bowl of hot sumo <laughs> action. And that's certainly what we got uh, on day five. Uh, we've had a few new listeners come uh, across the podcast recently. So to those people, welcome. Welcome to the world of Sumo Mainichi. We appreciate each and every person that listens to this podcast every day. Uh, welcome to Melbourne, the home of great coffee. Uh, <laughs> great what else weather. is great about Melbourne? Well, it's very cold uh, at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I think... It's really felt this week like winter has kicked in. Mm. Someone said today that it felt like we went straight from summer to winter. There was mm. no real autumn. Yes. Yeah. It's really kicked in because it's been quite nice and sunny. Yeah, it's been beautiful. Up till now. At work, the all the meeting rooms are really super heated. And then you come out of the meeting room into the open plan area and it's freezing. So that's, you know, the terrible times that I've been putting up with. I don't mind it. I, I think that Melbourne has this uh, reputation of everyone wearing black. Yeah. And it's as soon as... Well, you're all in black today, I have well, to point out. I mean, all black most days, but <laughs> you really feel it when the weather turns cold. Everyone pulls out their winter jackets. Yeah. And uniformly, they are black. Yeah. So there's nothing like going through the city on a cold day and it's just a sea of black. Melbourne is really cool. Let us know if you've been here or if, what you liked about it. It's a it's an excellent city. So if you are a new uh, listener to the podcast, we, um, we would love you to leave a review if you enjoyed it. So we don't talk about this kind of stuff very often, but to help other people come across it, um, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts and you enjoyed it, just pop in and leave a little review. If you didn't enjoy it, keep that to yourself. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. Uh, constructive criticism is always a good thing. Yeah, now, but the, the criticism can come on the email. The reviews can be. Well, I was about to think, who was the person that emailed us? Oh, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. Thank you so much. Uh, Matthew emailed to say our volume's been a little mm. down and thank you so much for that. Uh, we're, we've switched up our workflow a little bit yeah. and we're just working through a few technical issues. Uh, so hopefully, uh, over the next few days, you should see that right itself. Yeah. Let us know. But, uh, we really, really appreciate that feedback. So thank you very much. We have merch, uh, on, um, uh oh, I've forgotten the place uh, you can get the t-shirts. Redbubble? No. Redbubble. Is it Redbubble? I think so. Yeah. You can, uh, search Sumo Manichi and get some t-shirts and, uh, cool things like that. And then on, um... Bandcamp, you can get uh, badges. Well, enamel badges, pins. enamel pins. Yeah, if you'd like those. So Very, very deluxe. Well, that's enough about us. Let's yeah. talk sumo day five. Makuchi, hit me. Yeah, well, the first bout that really caught my attention was Aoyama v Asanayama. Everyone's eyes, of course, on Asanayama. He's unbeaten so far. And all the fans in the house tonight including myself, rejoiced as he racked up yet another easy win, just came forward and pushed Aoyama out. 
How is he winning so easily? How, what's Asaniyama doing? It's an absolute skill difference right now for uh, Asaniyama, I should say. He's just running riot uh, over lesser skilled Rikishi. And, and I, I, you know, this is uh, not a slight against Aoyama or his many fans around the world, but this is just what was meant to happen. This was nature <laughs> yeah. taking its course in the same Healing. way you see a leopard take down the graceful gazelle. <laughs> as it hops across the dusty savannah. Uh, this was clinical nature at its finest, Asuniyama 5 and 0. Who is going to stop Asuniyama? I cannot wait. I mean, all this makes me think of day after day is the end times of this basho when he's going to hit Sanyaku. I guess. I mean, the question is always when you're down low at, and you're doing well, at what point do the Torakumi committee start to bring you up. It's always a little bit too late for my liking. Uh, but with Asanayama, I say just pit him against Sanyaku tomorrow. Oh, I completely agree. Let's get this uh, Basho yeah. cracking. Yeah. Put him up tomorrow. I completely agree. I, I know the Torakumi for tomorrow is sorted. So let's lock away Friday. Oh, right. Fair enough. But Saturday, Asanayama, Terunofuji. Yeah. Let's go there. Okay. Yeah. It could happen. I mean, we, we could see it. I'd also love to see him fight some of the the more desperate guys who aren't doing well up there, like Midori Fuji, Nishiki Fuji, you know, some of the, the people who are... <laughs> Hang on, you've just picked two Rikishi very much down on their luck. Struggling, I know, but I want to see these guys go up against him. Mm. I want to see it all. I want him to yep. skip all the middle ranks and yes. go straight up into the joy, if not Sanyaku. We might get to see it. Asanyama 5 and 0, his opponent today, Aoyama 2 and 3. Uh, another bout that I want to talk about, Chiyoshoma. Yeah, yeah. He got spicy with Daishoho today, slapping at the face not once but twice before getting on the belt against the big man. Now, Chiyoshoma, I love him on the belt. Mm. And today he he showed me why that love is absolutely justified hauled Dai Shoho around and took him over the bales. He's really strong, Chiyoshoma, and we've said it before, say it tonight again, that when he does good sumo, when he gets on the bumpity, he was just, he tried for a little bit to move Dai Shoho back and didn't succeed, mm. really pushing against him, and that, fair enough, Dai Shoho's massive, but then he tried again and he got him back and out. Yeah, I mean, Dai Shoho, I was going to say, is in very good form. I think he's... Score currently, Daishoho, of one and four doesn't represent his sumo all that well. Uh, so a very good win against a bigger opponent today for Chiyoshoma, who is two and three. Mm. I saw the Hokuseiho uh, touchpoint card come out today on Twitter. What's the official name of it? Oh, the Cope chart. The Cope oh, chart. I love that Cope chart. Yeah. It's so good. If you haven't seen it and you're on Twitter... Uh, just uh, pop in cope chart. It's it's a way of measuring where we are along the Hokuseiho timeline. So he, does the cope chart change? No. Okay. So I'm guessing from memory where Hokuseiho is, is that he'll hit the bottom of Maegashira and hit yeah, a wall it's, essentially. Yeah, it's Maegashira that he'll fail. It's, it's the point basically at which yeah. he will come up, will, will start to find... Difficulty, uh, all the way up to God Emperor, I believe. <laughs> it went that far, wow. Yeah, yeah. 
And he's in the, yeah, he's in the Magashira ranks. Then I guess it goes to the Joy from memory and then Sanyaku. And um, he is not finding resistance at this point. And I actually enjoyed his sumo much more today. He won against Hiradumi, but he was positive. He moved. He was active. He got on the front of the belt, the very front, uh, the Maimawashi, and was able to wriggle Hiradumi uh, out and across the bales. It was a much better look for him to move to 4-1. This was fine. Yeah. This was good. I, I mean, it was good in that it didn't take up a large proportion of my day. Yeah. <laughs> it was over very quickly. But uh, You're great. busy. I'm busy. I've yeah. got things on. I've got commitments. But good to see uh, Hokuseho move. Uh, a bit more quickly into a winning position and not wait for his opponent to do the work yep. and react. So yeah. Not the dangling arm, Ugh. the elephant trunk arm. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> That's horrible. Hirodumi didn't love seeing him get beaten, but, yeah, he didn't do enough today. He's three and two. Well, let's check in on old mate Mitakumi. <laughs> Fair enough. Ex-Ozeki Mitakumi. Uh, we had a quick look at the the uh, score, uh, the history Yep. Of scores for Mitakumi. Since going Ozeki, uh, he went Ozeki in March 2022 and went 11 and 4. Mm. The world was rejoicing, but mm-hmm. after that, it wasn't so good. No, he won his Yusho first. That catapulted him to Ozeki. But then, since that second Basho at Ozeki after the 11 4, he hasn't got Kachikoshi ever. <laughs> so, 6 9, then he went out. 4-11, last time around, finishing with six mm. losses. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was quite that terminal. I'm not sure I knew it was that drastic, exactly. It's very, very drastic. But look, it, it takes time to heal after you've fallen out of love with sumo. Yeah. I, I think yeah, Mitakumi, he's found that spark again. He's found that infatuation with the sport. And today it was on display because he came out against uh, his opponent today, Kota Shawhawk, got in the car, clicked in the seatbelt, put the car into drive and just belted uh, Kota Shawhawk around the doyo, took him to the ground. This was the Mitakumi of old? Yeah. Yeah. It took a while to do it. I think he might need to enroll in one of those courses that you do those defensive driving courses. <laughs> did you ever have to do one of no, those you know as what? a teenager? I, did your parents? No, no I, I didn't, but I knew about them. Yeah. And, but I grew up not on a farm. That's right, yeah. But I think I got my first car when I was 12. Yeah, you were driving in paddocks. Paddock bombs. Yeah. yeah. There used to be a car that we had where you could see the ground. <laughs> no floor. <laughs> well, no, it, there was a floor, but like there were big rust holes right. in the floor. Right. And me and my sister used to do this game. And I, I think about when I was young, I think, what were my parents doing while my sister and I were doing that? this? So I would be in the driver's seat. My sister would be in the passenger seat. We'd drive along the paddock. Yeah. Then we'd both get out of the car, <laughs> run around and swap sides, get back in the car and keep driving. You like, run around the back. Yeah, yeah around the back. the back. Yeah, yeah. Oh what my were God. my parents doing? Oh, just having a nice cup of tea. <laughs> Probably having a few white wines. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I knew about defensive driving courses, but I, I think when, you know, you're driving a, it was an old Ford Valiant at the time, just keeping that thing 
within the bounds of the paddock was enough yeah. kind of driving experience <laughs> Keeping for me. yourself back in the seat after you'd hopped out and run around the back of it. Like after it rained, when I was like 12 or 13, we'd just have friends around and just do donuts for <laughs> yeah. like hours. Right. You would have wiped the floor in the defensive driving course. Yeah, I would have exactly. got a couple of cones out. Yeah. I, I would have pulled on my driving gloves. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have been like, stand back, friends. Yeah. I'm on this. I got this. And well, trying to say to the driving instructor, at one point, let's both get out and swap <laughs> <to> swap you. <laughs> He's sure disqualified. Yeah. Well, Mitakumi, he needs a bit of that because yeah. you might have re he might have rediscovered the love, but there's still a bit of skill oh, maybe at, to return there. I'm looking for positives here, but today we saw it from Mitakumi three and two. Poor old Kotashaw Hall, though, one and four. Yeah, yeah, not so great. Maysay, though. Maysay today v Nishikigi. Maysay coming in unbeaten. I loved this bout. I really enjoyed this. Definitely one to watch if you haven't seen it. Back and forth on the belt. They moved each other across. And Nishikigi, he's solid. Like, he's not easy to move. Maysay was a little bit hampered in his, his movement. He wasn't able to unleash the full chaos. They moved back and forth. But finally, it was Maysay who dumped Nishikigi down on the Tawara. But I really enjoyed this. Oh, look, it was great sumo from Maysay today, showing us the the many colours of his sumo palette. What do you call the things that the old Renaissance painters had? The palettes. Is I it think. a palette? Art, art palettes. Seems like the the least palettes. convenient way to store paint. Palette. Palette. <laughs> anyway, so we saw great colours from the Maysay palette today. <laughs> Uh, as he got on the, the the belt work was great here. Yeah, less about the chaos, more about the control. But this is uh, Maysay. He's a multi-coloured yes. ricochet. He is. He's he is. All colours of the rainbow, Maysay. He and he's, he's really letting them go right now. He is five and zero. Nishikigi, one and four. We've seen some great sumo from him, but yeah, uh, he's have. probably too high up. Well, next up, we had a 0-4 matchup. Beautiful piece of programming. Nishiki Fuji. I've written here Nishikigi Fuji, which is um, <laughs> weird. Uh, up against Endo. Uh, Nishikigi. I didn't love his opening here. Nishiki out of the touch. Fuji. Now you're, now oh, you're back geez. on the... I'm back on it. The Nishikigis. Nishiki Fuji. Yeah, didn't love his opening out of the touchy eye here. He pulled Endo, mm. which I... Think is a very very dangerous gambit. Yeah, his confidence is down. It's down exactly. That shows it against a good ricochet like Endo. This mm. could be punished, but it wasn't. Endo stumbled forward. Uh, Nishiki Fuji gave him another pull and sent Endo to the ground. So Nishiki Fuji opens the account one and four. His first win sets us up for a potential double brother win. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about here. Well, this is such a long and boring and not actually a very entertaining story, but uh, Wakamoto Haru moved to Sekiwake, this basho. Yep. At the same time, his brother and former Sekiwake now, Wakataka Kage, mm. is out injured. Yep. So we, we couldn't get a double brother win, so we looked for another rikishi who we thought could be a great stand-in. And I feel like we've cursed Nishiki Fuji yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with the pressure of being the... the uh, brother stand-in for Wakataka Kage. But today, hey, yep. he set it up for us. He showed up against Endo. He is one and four. Endo zero and five. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Not showing. So much promise here. The Sanyaku 
about started now and Wakamoto Haru came up against Midori Fuji. Now, this is a little bit harsh because Wakamoto Haru comes in at 4-0. Midori Fuji hasn't had a win for quite a while. He is 0-4 and four, and I say quite a while because dates back into the March uh, Basho. Wakamoto Haru, he did well here. And I feel like I'm going to be starting a lot of his bouts like this. <laughs> well, Midori Fuji, yeah. he had a lot of energy. Like he definitely came at Wakamoto Haru here. A yeah, couple well, of angles. It, it took Wakamoto Haru a bit of time to establish himself in this bout. Yeah. Because of the Midori Fuji pressure. Yeah, absolutely. So he felt that pressure. But as we've been saying, he knew what to do with it. He's so stable. He just isn't easily rocked. And so even though mm. Midori Fuji was trying those angles... You know, he swayed a little bit like a beautiful tree and a in a strong breeze, but it didn't do anything eventually and he was able to just get Midori Fuji over. Yeah, once you see Wakamoto Haru's hands go on his opponent's yeah, belt, yeah, yeah. you start to feel a little bit more relaxed. If you're a Wakamoto Haru fan. If you're a Midori Fuji fan, the exact opposite. Stress time. So, well... Wakamoto Haru, 5 and 0. Midori Fuji, 0 and 5. And as you said, Midori Fuji lost the final five bouts in March and now he's lost the first five in May. Ten straight if you count across the Bashos. Mm. Yeep. And it's interesting because he got ten straight wins in oh, yes. March before you know well, everyone was like, well, Midori Fuji's in the Yusho race. So tomorrow's the day. Ten straight wins. Now ten, ten straight, straight losses. losses. He wins tomorrow. What happens tomorrow? You Starts heard, on another ten win. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> we predict these things. Uh, the next bout, Abi up against Daesho. This one was hard to watch. Big jump to the right from Abi at the touchy eye. No question about this one. Henker, Henker time. Yeah. Daesho attacked. And I do need to say, as, as I recall this bout, I'm a little bit triggered because mm. it's bringing up bad memories. Mm. And you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The playoff against Takayasu. Yep. So I can't I'll, even speak. I can't yeah, get I know, my words I know, out because I know. I'm like. It's okay to cry. <laughs> so anyway, Abi Henkers, Daesho attacks, takes Abi to the bales and Abi somehow finds a way out of this, turns away, sends Daesho down. So, yeah, look, I... I don't know. I don't like this sumo from Abi. Mm. I, I find it very, very cheap. Uh, this is Daesho's first loss. And, you know, the argument is here that, well, Abi's that kind of rikishi. Like, you've got to be very, very careful against yeah. him. But I, I've questioned his honour. Yeah. And I've questioned his sumo door. Yeah. Which I don't do lightly. Yeah. His vibe of sumo. Uh, yeah, I... No more of this, please. Yeah. The hanker for me was definitely like no thanks. Mm. The final movement, Daesho didn't, uh, it didn't end for Daesho there. He was able to come back at Abi. And that final move on the Tawara, mm. the getting out of the way there, I hate to say it, but this that was good sumo from Abi. He is a good mover no, it, around the Doyo. No doubt about it, but it's like, it's kind of like if you've baked a bad cake, mm. but you've done a, 
Oh, but what's the metaphor? Yeah. But you've done a great job on the yeah, icing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You eat the cake and it tastes like crap. Yeah, it's got some of those gold or silver balls that don't oh, really taste yeah, yeah, like yeah. anything, but you're just like, yum. Yeah. And the piping is all neat and everything. Yeah. But I feel like this cake was ruined before the icing went on. Arby, two and three, Daye Show, uh, four and one. Well, Shorei and Hoshoryu came up next. Can I maintain my uh, level-headedness with Shorei in the picture? I, I went all right today. Shorei, mm. he, he mounted a spirited defence. He uh, assaulted... Uh, he took the first assault. We should say his Hoshori. opponent. Oh, Hoshori, Hoshori. yes. Yeah. Um, but it did end, unfortunately, for me, <laughs> fortunately for Hoshori fans, uh, with him dumping Shodai down Uatanage and moving to four and zero. Shodai one and four. He's only uh, that one win that was against... Nishiki Fuji, the only Magashira rank Rikishi that he's faced. So against all the Sekiwake, or three of the Sekiwake and uh, the Ozeki, he's lost. Yeah. And look, that that's completely fine. Shodai will probably not beat any of the Sanyaku, but if he, he, he might scoop up some wins in the second week against the rank and file. Mm. So it's fine. I should say he hasn't fought the Ozeki. He hasn't fought Takakesho. He's fought Terana Fuji. So maybe he's oh, got okay. a little opportunity there for the win against Takakesho. Well, if Takakesho hangs around. Yeah. Uh, Kiribayama, Kodnawaka were up next. Kodnawaka came out of the Tachio red hot. <laughs> yeah. It was like he was just trying to overwhelm Kiribayama with a flurry of attacks early on. But Kiribayama, say what you want about this guy, but he just showed pure class here. I don't I'll know what... say that he, he shows pure class here. Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, slips around the doyo while he's still very much defending um, and then uh, just puts Kotonawaka down. I thought he was under an extreme amount of pressure here and just showed how good he is today. Yeah, he moves to four and one. Just one little slip up there, but uh, really looking quick, taking that first movement of Kodnawaka. There was a bit of a theme today of moving forward and looking in trouble, the, the eventual winner looking in trouble, but then able to kind of flip it around. And Kiribayama certainly did that, thrilled the fans, got that win. So, yeah, he's looking pretty good. Tobizaru against Takakesho came up next. I was looking forward to this. I thought it could go any way, and it absolutely did. It was a pretty bizarre bout. Tobizaru, he had some taping on his shoulder. Yeah, I mean, someone either was just at the end of the roll yeah. and yeah. didn't have a backup roll, yeah. started to tape it and just mm. thought, oh, that'll do. That's actually happened to me heaps with birthday presents. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just like, oh, where is, number one, where is the tape? Do we yeah. actually have sticky tape? Yeah. And then you find some roll that's not even... You know, it's just a free-form roll and then there's like one bit on so, there. <laughs> so the, the right arm had, I think, two bits of yeah, tape. one side, one yeah. across. And look, I'm not I'm not exactly sure. It could be a new technique I'm not aware of. I try to read the, the latest journals around kind of taping techniques, but I haven't seen this minimalist approach here. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a artwork. Not sure if it was helping the shoulder. They ended up here, there was a bit of push back and forth, the usual push where Takakesha would come out on top. So usually this would be 
Takakesho moving forward and Tobizaru would be out. It didn't happen because obviously Takakesho is struggling to find that power and they actually ended up in the belt, on the belt. And we know that whenever Takakesho ends up on the belt, it's troubled time. So I was thinking that even at this point, Tobizaru was uh, favoured. Yeah, I, I thought so. I mean, I have seen Takakesho work himself out of these situations before, but Tobizaru was really pouring the pressure on. Yeah. Yeah, he was close. He was pushing back. They ended up in that beautiful opening up butterfly throw. And it was Tobizaru, obviously no power in the knees of Takakesho at the moment. He just fell. Tobizaru leapt up into the air. Uh, flying monkey style. But weirdly, the Goombai, they both went down. Weirdly, the Goombai went to Takakesho. It looked, it certainly felt wrong, that call. Uh, and we were absolutely tr- treated to a replay that just told a rich story of the final moments of this bout. Uh, we saw the powerful arm lock that Tobizaru actually used to manufacture this throw on Takakesho. Tucker Keisho, though, halfway uh, in the process of being taken down with that arm throw, manages to reverse the throw, mm. starts taking Toby Zorro down. In the process, rips the one piece of tape off, the vertical piece of tape. The other thing the replay showed, though, that clearly it was uh, Tucker Keisho hitting the ground first here. Very yep. quick, Monoe. Uh, it was reversed. Yep. Yep, so a win for Tobizaru, who moves to two and three. Much needed win, I'd say, at this early stage even against Takakesho. Takakesho now, he's beaten Abi on day one. That was when he injured the second knee. Lost to Kodnawaka, beat Midori Fuji and Endo yesterday mm. in that strange bout. But, yeah, coming up against a wall here against Tobizaru. Tomorrow he has Nishiki Fuji we're really wondering what's going to happen with this Kataban Ozeki at this stage. Yeah, still in the positives, three yep, and two. Yep, I'll Nothing keep my voice positive. I'll yep. keep it up. Nothing I went down there. Here. I'm going to go back up. Uh, final bout of the day, Yokozuna Terunofuji up against Ura. Ura walks straight into the arm lock of Terunofuji. Squirmed, put up a bit of a fight. He did, a little managed, bit of a fight. It wasn't man- bad. Managed to... to Unsettled Terunofuji momentarily. Yeah. But it really feels at the moment that once Terunofuji gets his opponent in an arm lock, it's over and it's just a matter of time. And that's exactly how the rest of this bout uh, played out. Terunofuji marched Ura over the bales. Yeah. Even a little lift. Ura was trying to pick up Terunofuji, mm. but it was Terunofuji who was able to... It's pretty interesting. I mean, Terunofuji seems to have just settled into this way of winning now, which is wait for the opponent to get on the belt, lock their arms and walk them out. It's feeling a little same-ish. I mean, he's 5-0 now. This is exactly the return that he needed. Maybe I was expecting Ura to try something different. Yeah. Yeah, could he have gone around the side? Could he have gone around the side? Could he have gone lower? He doesn't seem to be ducking down Who, as much anymore. Well, no, I don't think so. In the arm lock, he tried a couple of squats. <laughs> he tried. I, I think it was all too late then. But I, I, yeah. I think that if any Rikishi was going to try to exploit Terunofuji's potential lack of movement, mm. it would be Ura. Try picking up the knee, maybe. You might as well. Oh, I don't know about Nashitori on Terunofuji, even with bad knees. It'd be a surprise though, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because nobody's tried the surprise aspect no. yet, really. 
Could it be Nishikigi tomorrow, Teranofuji's opponent? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like Nishikigi's yeah. going to try something pretty mainstream. But I'm really looking forward to see Teranofuji fight in the, the latter part, part of this basho because we haven't seen him tested yet. Take us through the leaderboard after day five. I will. I absolutely will. It is on five wins, Teranofuji the Yokozuna. Then one lone Sekiwake mm. now. It's uh, Wakamoto Haru. Then Meisei and Osana Yama. At this point, I will uh, say the four wins as well. We've got Kirabiyama and Hoshoryu and Daiyaisho. So do not worry, those Sekiwake are snapping at the heels there. Hokuseiho. And why not Mitoriu? The quiet achiever. Yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing very, very well. Thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi today. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday night Sumo Woo! for day six. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.